This is the TriDot Podcast. TriDot uses your training data and genetic profile combined with predictive analytics and artificial intelligence to optimize your training, giving you better results in less time with fewer injuries. Our podcast is here to educate, inspire, and entertain. We'll talk all things triathlon with expert coaches and special guests. Join the conversation and let's improve together. Together. Welcome to an exciting new episode of the TriDot Podcast. Our nutrition-based episodes are always some of our most popular, and rightly so. Getting nutrition and energy intake right can pay huge dividends in our training and day-to-day health. So we greatly value the partnerships we have with experts in the field of health and nutrition. One of those wonderful partnerships is with our Delta G friends who have been teaching us about ketones. Back on episode 104, we thoroughly covered the performance benefits of Delta G Ketone Ester, the boost to endurance, resilience, and recovery for us as triathletes, but we barely scratched the surface of what ketones can do for our overall health and well-being. So we are thrilled to be joined once more by Professor Kieran Clark. Professor Clark is the Professor of Physiological Biochemistry at the University of Oxford, She's around 30 years research experience, extensively studying the effects of diet on energy metabolism in the heart, skeletal muscle, and brain, and thereby on physical performance and cognitive function. It was her group's ketone research that led to the creation of the Delta G ester drink. Professor Clark, welcome back to the TriDot Podcast. Hello. Great to see you and to do another TriDot Podcast. Also joining us is pro triathlete and coach Elizabeth James. Elizabeth is a USAT Level 2 and Ironman U certified coach who quickly rose through the triathlon ranks using TriDot. From a beginner to top age grouper to a professional triathlete. She is a Kona and Boston Marathon qualifier who has coached triathletes with TriDot since 2014. Elizabeth, are you ready to talk about ketone esters today? Yes, very much so. Looking forward to this episode. Well, I'm Andrew, the average triathlete, voice of the people, and captain of the middle of the pack. As always, we'll roll through our warm-up question, settle in for our main set topic, and then wind things down with our cooldown. Before we get to all the ketone goodness, I want to give a quick podcast mention to the upcoming Remote Racing Preseason Race Series. Last year, hundreds of triathletes took part in the inaugural remote race hosted by USA Triathlon, and we had a blast competing in a real race against real people all while taking part from our own locations. To help triathletes kick off the season and test their fitness before those in-person races begin, Remote Racing is hosting a three-race series with one race in February, one in March, and one in April. Athletes can pick one or or race in even two or three of these. Uh, The medals you receive look great by themselves, or they will fit together if you do the entire three-race series. The team at Remote Racing has picked three super unique locations for these races, And the very first one, starting on February 24th, is set on the iconic Las Vegas Strip. You can, of course, do the bike leg outside on your favorite close-to-home route or on your indoor training platform of choice. If you use Ruby, you can race with Las Vegas Boulevard lit up in front of you. It's a really cool venue. How many triathletes can say that they've time-trialed down that stretch of road basking in the glow of all the casino lights? Our podcast episode coming up on February 21st will give you all the tips you need to know to rock a remote race. So head to remoteracing.com to check out all the details for the preseason race series. 
and to get registered for the Vegas Remote Triathlon. Time to warm up. Let's get moving. Triathlon is a growing sport for sure, but the number of people that have never done a triathlon are far greater than those of us who have. Many triathletes are the only triathlete in their family or friend group. It's a sport that either appeals to you or it just plain doesn't. So for today's warm-up question, what non-triathlete in your life would you most want to see try a triathlon? Elizabeth, I'll start with you. Okay. So for me, this would have to be my brother, Ben. Um, and I would love to see him try a triathlon. And I don't think that that's too far out of the question, which is the reason that he immediately came to mind. Um, he picked up running a couple years ago and he just recently borrowed our dad's old bike. Um, I, I think that he was truly inspired watching the athletes compete in Kona. Uh, all of my family came to support me when I raced there in 2018. And he's mentioned a couple times since then just how intrigued he is by the sport. So okay. I think that initial hook is there. And now we just need, you know, a, a little more encouragement and, and it might happen. But I, I mean, I've shared so many neat experiences with my brother, um, particularly involved around sport. And I think that this would just be another really cool thing for he and I to share together. I mean, once you have that hook, you know, once that idea is kind of just planted in the back of your brain somewhere, I mean, it's hard to shake it. It's only, mm -hmm. it's really just a matter of time, right? Until you cave and, and try one of these, one of these ridiculous things. Um, and I wonder, Elizabeth, if you, if you tell them, Hey, go listen to the first five minutes of uh, this episode of the Trout Out Podcast. I wonder if just hearing this public uh, call out will be enough to spur him into, okay, fine, fine. You know, you talked about this on a podcast. I'll go, I'll go sign up for one. Oh yeah. You know, now we've got the, the public peer pressure here. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Now, professor Clark, you are not a triathlete yourself. You know, we do know from our last conversations, your husband is, is, is an enthusiastic cyclist. Uh, so, so for you, if someone in your life was to try a triathlon, who would you want it to be? Well, triathlon is such a good sport. Um, to tell the truth, I wish I could do one myself. Um, but Actually, there doesn't seem to be a little ancient granny class, as far as I can tell. Okay. <laughs> uh, so so uh, um, I would really like to see uh, one of or, or all four of my uh, wonderful nephews at least to attempt it if, if they didn't even get there. Sure. And, and they could, in attempting one, uh, that they could definitely pick a, a sprint or an Olympic distance triathlon. It wouldn't have to be a full-blown Ironman. And they mm -hmm. could go out, and and those are uh, relatively friendly to beginners. Um, it, it's a it's a much shorter swim, much shorter bike, uh, and then a five k run at the end. Um, and and so if if you if you tell your nephews, hey, go listen to this podcast. Uh, I I said something about you. Uh, maybe that'll be the the, the spark to have them uh, go go find the local sprint triathlon. Cause it's just a great uh, distance to start with. It's what a lot of us, Elizabeth and myself included, started mm -hmm. with. So uh, you you have to tell them look, look up a sprint triathlon and see. See if it might plant some sort of nugget there. I will indeed. <laughs> well, we can't wait to hear an update on that. That's for sure. On Tridot staff, most of us either are triathletes or have done a triathlon, uh, but there is one key member of the Tridot team who has never done a triathlon. His name is Joey English. I knew uh, and, exactly and I, <laughs> where you were going with that. I was like, oh, yes, this is great. <laughs> and and Joey, uh, he's, he's, he's great. He's a lot of fun. Um, 
it, when you're on TriDot, you fire up the app, you log on on your computer. Um, everything you see in front of you, the 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 way the layout's designed, the way the app functions, um, everything that that Joey is our is our front end UX designer. Um, if you know what that is, then you know what that means. Uh, I was not familiar with the term UX designer until I was on staff at TriDot, but Joey basically designs our app. He he shapes the app. He decides what everything on the app is going to look like and how it's going to function. Uh, and actually, at the time this podcast is being recorded and edited, um, Joey's been making some really exciting updates to the app. Um, the, the whole app is about to get an overhaul, and it's going to look amazing when it launches uh, in just a few weeks. Um, but But I would love to see Elizabeth, Joey, um, I mean, he hears all of us talk shop. He, he's probably the most well-educated non-triathlete out there mm-hmm. uh, just from hearing us talk. Um, and, and so Joey English uh, is is my pick, uh, Tridot's UX designer. And I can't wait for him to fire up this episode and be totally shocked by uh, by his inclusion here. So, um, hey, y'all, we want to hear from you and see what you have to say here. Um, who in your life, everybody you can think of who is not a triathlete, who would you get most excited to see attempt a triathlon? Uh, we're going to throw this question out like we always do on the I Am Tried Out Facebook group, so make sure you're a member of that group. Find the post asking this question and uh, start start a little positive peer pressure with some of the non-triathletes in your life. On to the main set. Going in three, two, one. Ketones are nature's superfuel, and Delta G in all four strengths rapidly induces deep ketosis in just 20 minutes. Oxford University professor Kieran Clark, founder and CEO of T Delta S Global, led the effort to develop Delta G, and she has been teaching us about the performance and health benefits of drinking the revolutionary Oxford ketone ester. Many of us on the TriDot team are already using Delta G performance and tactical for our training and racing. And now we are adding Delta G Coffee Booster to our morning routine. Ketones and caffeine work incredibly well together, and I love the energy boost and mental clarity the combo provides. If you want to experience the feeling of a ketone-fueled training session or a ketone-boosted cup of morning coffee, head to DeltaGKetones.com and try Delta G for yourself. At DeltaGKetones.com, they even offer free 15-minute one-on-one consultations where you can learn more about their products, including Delta H and the brand new Delta Gold Coffee Booster. So again, that's DeltaGKetones.com to learn more. And remember to use the code TRYDOT20 to get 20% off your super fuel Delta G ketone drinks. Professor Clark, what we here at TRYDOT love about the work your team is doing is just how much research stands behind the ester. We, we talked back on episode 104 about how the research at the University of Oxford and the NIH led to the creation of Delta G as a drink for soldiers. And then we talked about how you found enormous benefits for endurance athletes in your studies. As you keep working on what Delta G can do, what what, what are you seeing in your research that, that led to having Delta H for day-to-day health applications? Right. Well, our work in Oxford showed that we about... 30 grams of Delta G really works for endurance performance. But it wasn't until, uh, it wasn't actually our own research that led to the idea of smaller amounts of Delta G every day. Um, So there are many, quite a lot of ketogenic diet studies that have shown the positive effects of just slightly elevating beta-hydroxybutyrate levels. Um, So uh, going from zero to about one millimolar. Um, and these levels decrease hunger, they control blood glucose levels, 
they prevent muscle loss and they lower chronic inflammation. So, for example, um, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, uh, people with that or COPD, people with that often use a ketogenic diet or exogenous ketones to decrease um, inflammation. So um, ketogenic diets have been shown to prevent free radical damage, um, for example, in ageing. So it, it wasn't our research that led to the idea of having a smaller amount uh, daily. But now there are research groups around the world who have run and are running studies of Delta G, and they look at the, these particular types of beneficial effects. So the, the studies show that um, increasing just BHB levels daily, not to high levels, um, not to where you need 30 grams or anything, um, it's probably not necessary to take 30 grams, just small amounts, 5 to 10 grams a day, enough um, to mimic a ketogenic diet. So for, for people that have um, so some of those health concerns that a ketogenic diet will benefit, that, that supplementing with Delta G will benefit, just out of curiosity, that is the effect of taking a, a ester supplement like Delta G, uh, is, is that have a same effect or similar effects to um, the, a keto diet? That does, does it mimic a keto diet or, or is it more powerful even than a keto diet? Well, the 30 grams, um, you know, or around about 30 grams is the only thing on the market for athletes. It's the only thing that really does help performance. Um, but you don't need that every day. Um, okay. So, so, and a ketogenic diet doesn't get you up to those levels unless you're really, really, really strict and you've okay. been on it for some <laughs> weeks. So, uh, but the ketogenic, people do report all these effects from the ketogenic diet and usually the levels are only around one to two millimolar of beta-hydroxybutyrate levels or even less and they, it still has an effect. So this is why we went with the lower amounts as well, but more more regularly sort of a daily uh, intake rather than just when you're performing. No, very interesting. And, and that's, that's probably good context for our listeners. I mean, on our last episode, we talked a lot about Delta G tactical. We talked a lot about Delta G performance. Um, those have those higher amounts for athletes. Uh, and today, Elizabeth and I have, have a lot of questions locked and loaded about Delta H and Delta Gold. Um, so which, which have lower amounts. Um, so that's great context right there, kind of at the start of our conversation. Um, so professor Clark, when we just talk about metabolic function, what, what happens in our body to even turn consumes fuel into energy? Well, the human body burns carbs and fats uh, that we get in our food and okay. it burns them as fuels. And so it uses oxygen to burn them just like fires need oxygen. So, and our food is first broken down in the gut and goes to smaller molecules and they are transported across the gut wall and into the blood. And so the bloodstream delivers all of the nutrients to all of the organs in the body. And sort of by this time, carbohydrates have been broken down to glucose and fat into fatty acids. And these are, go into the cell and into the mitochondria. And the mitochondria are the powerhouses of the cell. So it's where the food is actually burned, where the glucose and the fat is actually burnt. And it's burnt in the mitochondria using oxygen to make ATP. 
and it's the ATP which is used as the energy source. So it's the way of getting your food into ATP so that you can actually use the ATP in muscles to contract. I think that's such a just, I mean, helpful background as we start to look at this with, you know, what happens internally in our body with what we're consuming and how that gets turned into energy. And so, I mean, from that background, what is it that's unique about the Delta G ketone ester that allows it to be such an effective source of fuel for our bodies? I mean, how does our body interact with ketones differently than it does from other fuel sources? Well, first of all, you have to think about why do we have ketones? So so when you think throughout history and for, I mean, thousands of years, humans have had times of feast and times of famine. And so when there's plenty of food, you store fat as fat, food as fat, and you put on weight. And when food is scarce, you store the food, you use the stored fat to survive. So the only thing is that the brain can't burn fat, so it needs glucose from carbohydrate. However, when you're starving and there's no carbohydrate in the diet, um, you're, you've got low glucose levels and low insulin levels, and so the brain would start to starve and not function at all. In fact, mm. you'd die. Um, and so what happens is that the body uses fat to make ketones, which are... Fat is a really large molecule um, and ketones are really tiny, really, you know, only four carbons. And so they, they go into the brain and keep the brain alive when you haven't got glucose to keep the brain alive. So that's why we have ketones. So they're made from fat by the liver and uh, these ketones that are made from fat are called endogenous ketones. So these ketones are vital. So there's no human body that can survive without them. And they provide instant energy for the brain in times when there's no carbohydrate. So they're, they're also partially oxygenated, which means you don't need so much processing by the body. So they're quickly metabolized by the mitochondria. So it's their instant energy. And that's what makes them so special. And calling them instant energy, is there anything else that an athlete can consume or, or just a person just talking day-to-day -day health? Is there anything we can consume that gets energy to our brains faster than, than a ketone or, or is a ketone it? Oh, glucose. So so if you have a glucose drink, that certainly goes to the brain too. Um, okay. So yes, and, and there's no doubt that you need, you know, if you're sprinting, you need glucose. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but basically, uh, in the you know the, the the bodies have ketones to protect the brain, um, and so you know so um, the ester is a source of insulin energy, and it complements the glucose that we have in our diet, because there's a limit to how fast glucose can be taken up from the gut, but there doesn't you know the the body really needs ketones as well. So it's sort of like a dual fuel. So in our first podcast episode with you, we heard you and Dr. Krista Austin both discuss Delta G's ability to increase endurance and improve recovery. But the things that you just outlined, you know, Delta G's ability to, to maintain healthy blood sugar levels and, and satiate hunger, uh, you know, th those are some of the qualities that can help us with, with diets and, and our caloric intake goals. 
Talk to us about how Delta G is used for weight loss or to maintain an already healthy body composition. Again, going back to the ketogenic diet, so Delta G can decrease hunger. Um, but uh, So it's not working on energy then. It's not providing energy. It's, it's working through a signaling mechanism to tell your body that it doesn't really need to eat so much. Okay. So, but to lose weight, you, you can't just drink Delta G and, and <laughs> have it fall off. Um, you, you actually have to reduce your calorie intake as well. So it's certainly not magic. It, it needs to be used with a healthy, balanced diet that you just have less of. So, for example, in intermittent fasting, if you have a drink of Delta H uh, in the morning, um, that will help you get through the through to, say, the first meal of the day, which would be at lunchtime. So it just, you know, keeps those hunger, hunger pangs at bay. Um, and it also helps with hunger if you're about to go to sleep, you know, it's very difficult to get to sleep if you yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you know, the keto nester just helps maintain a healthy body composition by decreasing glucose oscillations, and it prevents muscle breakdown as well. So, all of these things, um, it's it's not an energy source then; it's a signaling molecule at that time. No, that's very interesting. Um, so, for folks that that practice intermittent fasting or interested in intermittent fasting that Delta H is, is probably the perfect companion for that is in that case is, is Delta H just, is it, is it best used as a daily supplement at that point to essentially enable that intermittent fasting diet? Oh, I think so. I think that okay. it really helps. Um, you know, just, just one drink a day, I think it's about, you know, 50 calories or something, which is nothing. Um, and it really does stave off hunger. So in our last conversation, I, I, I'm pretty sure you picked up on my deep, deep love and appreciation for my morning coffee, and, and you recommended that, that I try putting a teaspoon of Delta G Tactical into a cup of coffee just to experience the, the multiplying effects Delta G has on caffeine. Now, I tried this a couple times, uh, a, a few week mornings. Uh, I did it once before a Saturday morning workout, and, and just wow. Professor Clark, was I a fan of, of doing this? Um, it, it's become such a popular way to use Delta G, actually, that you created the Delta Gold Coffee Booster. It's literally called the Delta Gold Coffee Booster. It's like this was tailor-made for me. Never before has there been a product so custom-created for my personal interests. Uh, t talk to us just about developing Delta Gold uh, and how we should all be using it. Right. Well... Uh, I mean, it was the coffee booster actually started as one of those uh, rare sort of eureka water cooler chat moments. Um, it, it just came out of the blue. So one morning, um, Seb Pritchard, who's our company president, uh, mentioned that he'd added a teaspoon of Delta G to his coffee that morning and he noticed an immediate effect on mental clarity. And we just thought, oh, yeah, you know, we're quite skeptical really and so then we thought well we'll just follow it up we'll ask lots of people or several people anyway to try the ester in their coffee and they all reported back the same thing and so then we thought well you know and they all wanted it for the coffee 
<laughs> we, we, we then decided that it was worthwhile trying to sell it um, as a coffee booster and, and so that people can have it daily and just have small amounts in their coffee. And it really does raise your ketone levels. Um, and so that's how it's working. It's sort of, well, yeah, it's working on the brain. It definitely is. Yeah, I, I love that. It just in, in that story that when that was first reported to you, I mean, you, you were you were skeptical at first. I mean, you, you weren't even like immediately like, oh, of, of course it would do that. Like in, in as a scientist, you you approached it, you you had other people try it, uh, but before reaching the conclusion that that it was doing something there. Um, now, Professor Clark, I've had conversations with trotted athletes who, who have tried Delta G with their morning coffee in the same way that I did. Uh, and they've all reported the exact same experience. Uh, there's just such a noticeable difference in mental clarity that you get from the ketone ester in the morning with your coffee. Um, I've even heard athletes try Delta G performance mid-workout, and they report back that they just felt so just laser-focused on the workout after downing their Delta G. So, so clearly, we've got solid anecdotal evidence to support Delta G's brain health boost so, Professor Clark, you know, what is the science behind this? What is the ketone ester doing that gives us such a jolt to our cognitive function? Right. Well, well, as I said, when we first heard this from Seb, we thought this is just impossible. You know, he's making this one up. <laughs> uh, but then we realized that caffeine, the way caffeine works, it's a stimulant. You know, um, all these energy drinks, what they are is they use energy. They don't produce energy. So they're a stimulant or caffeine is a stimulant and it requires mitochondria to make more energy. So the body just needs more energy when you have caffeine. So the body has to make ATP quickly. And so a teaspoonful of ketone ester provides an instant fuel for the mitochondria to burn to make the ATP that a caffeinated body needs. So, so the body doesn't have to wait around for glucose or fat to be metabolized for fuel. Um, the ketone just instantaneously provides a really efficient fuel for, for a caffeinated body. Elizabeth, have you used it in uh, your morning coffee yet at all or just during training? Just during training. Oh, you should try it in your coffee. It, it makes it the coffee makes it taste much better as well. Yeah, no, that, that's very true. Yeah, I mean, after all of this, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to put it in my coffee. And, and Professor Clark, just, just to kind of clarify for our athletes, um, when you, so when we say a teaspoon, it, it literally, it's taking, you know, you, you buy the bottle and, and now it's Delta Gold. Um, people can also do this with Delta G Tactical, uh, obviously as well, but you, you just pour a teaspoon um, from the bottle and, and that bottle doing it that way lasts several mornings. So, so you buy the three pack and, and that, that's not three days worth of, uh, uh, ester for your coffee. That, that, that is multiple, multiple, multiple days per bottle of ester in your coffee. Um, is, is that correct? Oh yes, that's right. So, so it's at least 18 days worth, uh, or 18 coffees worth, let's say, but people that you, you know, if you find that you're putting too much in and, you know, you can use less. But, uh, and you can also use more, or you can have two coffees. It, it just leaves it quite um, flexible, really. Okay. No, great. That's that's great context. I, I've actually placed an order for uh, my, my first three-pack of the, the coffee booster. Um, and so just you know, when you're placing that order and you see the price tag, just knowing that that is 18 days worth of, uh, of, of morning coffee boost, um, that, that at that point becomes a, a very great price point. So I'm excited for our folks to hear that. 
And as we're talking about, you know, some of the the mental benefits here of ketone esters, I I think I kind of want to also take this into the the mental health space. I mean, mental health is something that's taken an enormous step into the public as of late, and and rightly so. And it it certainly did not escape my eye when I read from your research that ketones can help maintain a balanced mood and decrease some occasional anxiety as well. And I think that you know, sometimes we forget that we put our bodies, what we put our bodies through doesn't just affect us physically, but it can mentally as well. Um, so I was hoping that you could just expand a little bit on how ketones can support balanced mental health. Well, again, anecdotally, um, people do report that the ketogenic diet helps to decrease anxiety and increase mental clarity and, you know, sort of even helps with children with epilepsy. But um, studies have shown that Delta G has the same effect as the ketogenic diet, and probably because it's topping up the brain's fuel supply. So, um, and this would happen especially in conditions when the brain has low glucose levels or can only use um, small amounts of glucose, for example, in diabetes. So, um, while there have only been a few studies done um, in for mental health, um, you know they're all looking positive, um, even for various um, sort of mental diseases as well. That's really cool. That's so interesting. Um, I mean, there's there's just so many benefits here of what these ketone esters can do. And another one that stuck out to me was the benefit to our immune system. And, you know, I think typically there's very few of us that pay attention to our immune system until <laughs> we notice that we're feeling under the weather. We don't think about it too much until, oh, yeah, well, now, now we're sick. Um, we want it to do its job and just keep us healthy. So how can ketones help our body in that endeavor of, you know, boosting our immune system and keeping us healthy? Well, again, uh, you have to go back to the ketogenic diet. Um, and that has been used, for example, in COPD, which is a chronic inflammatory disease. Um, but, but now studies are reporting that daily small intakes of Delta G have the same beneficial effects um, on various markers of the immune system. So, so I think there's more to come on this, but okay. it seems to work. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we just kind of one by one just went through so many different benefits that Delta G has. It's funny with, with athletes, like, like we, we lead with the performance benefits, right? We did a whole hour long episode just talking about how to mix the Delta G ketone ester into your triathlon training and racing. Uh, and, and you lead with that because that's, that's what we as triathletes want to hear about first. And now we circle back and there's, there's just all these awesome things just just knowing not only is it boosting your performance when you take a, a, a larger dose but when you take a smaller dose with delta h or the the coffee booster um it's it's helping your immune system it's helping your cognitive function uh it's it's just helping you be laser focused on your tasks uh, uh tasks for the for, for the day um it, it's giving your body steady fuel um so, so with just such a wide range of health benefits and adding delta g to our nutrition regimen you know, how are people using these products? You know, what, what are the stories you're hearing of people mixing the different products into their lifestyles? Well, um, some people are drinking Delta H in the mornings to help them with weight loss. 
Um, others drink a teaspoon of Delta Gold in the morning or a teaspoon of Tactical in their morning coffee because um, it helps their mental clarity and the effects are quite dramatic. So then we hear about others drinking small amounts daily for chronic inflammation, for example, uh, in lung disease um, and sort of to decrease asthma attacks. And some people say it helps stop migraines. So um, they have um, a drink just before they feel a migraine coming on and it seems to go away. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So there's all these different effects, but we have to remember that it comes from the body itself. You know, it's based on ketone metabolism that we've always had. It's not some, you know, sort of um, snake oil or anything. It, it's based on something that the body already does. Yep. So using Delta G, it, it's pretty straightforward for athletes that are wanting that benefit uh, to their performance during those key training sessions. We talked about that back on episode 104. But, but what are the usage recommendations when we talk about Delta H and Delta Gold for, for these health benefits? Is this a daily thing? Is it best reserved um, for the days we feel like we need an energy boost or, or days maybe we're, we're trying to fast uh, or, or consume less calories? You know, what, what do we need to know to get the most out of our Delta G orders? I, I think that the beneficial effects of Delta G on health are just being noticed and are being noticed with daily intakes, small daily intakes not just with coffee or when fasting, but um, just sort of routinely every day. Um, so um, it, unfortunately, it's very expensive to make um, the beta-hydroxybutrate that is exactly the same as that found in the body, which is what we're doing. So um, we're trying to make identical BHB to the bodies. And so this this is why Delta G seems to cost more than other ketogenic products on the market, um, you know, such as the ketone salts. But even small amounts of Delta G can raise the BHB um, to much higher levels and are much more effective than other exogenous ketone products. So we've tried recently really trying to lower the cost as much as possible so that, um, you know, the coffee booster will cost less than $5 a day, for example. Just week to week, Professor Clark, um, we, we have tried out ambassadors who have reached out to me asking about the product and they buy it and they use it on race day or they use it in a training session. And I always ask them, like, 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 what did you what did you think of the taste? And they always report back uh, <laughs> about about the taste. Uh, and then they they uh, I asked them what how, how they felt while they were training on Delta G. And every every single athlete, when I ask them how they feel, they, they report the same thing. I, I had great energy on, on that workout. That workout went really, really well. But even beyond that, they, they always talk about the, the mental clarity they get after taking it, mm -hmm. and, and they notice it immediately. Um, and and uh, Elizabeth, when you tried Delta G for the first time on, on a training ride, uh, we all asked you about the taste, and, and you said that we were being babies about it because you didn't think it was all, all that bad. Do, 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 do you want to tell us about your your first initial uh, Delta G? Uh, it was in Waco, right? That they used it for the first time. Um, well, I'd used it two weeks prior, but then I brought it to Waco as well. And okay. I, I mean, I really think that just everyone on our staff had kind of built up like, Oh, be ready for it. Like, it's going to be so bad. And because they had built it up so much, I think I was expecting much worse that I drank it. I was like, 
oh, this is fine. And so then, of course, yes, I had to give them all a hard time of like, you guys, like, this is not bad at all. This is just fine. <laughs> but and, and it's not bad. It's just potent. Just to clarify, I never said it was bad. It's just very potent. It, you, your mouth knows it's there. I mean, it's uh, strong. Right away. Yes. But I, I, I guess I was expecting like, oh, like, oh, I don't want this. And no, it, would, it was just fine. So, yeah, maybe maybe you did everybody a favor by you know saying uh like get ready for it because then you know they're expecting a little more punch and it it, yeah that's great but i i mean i would echo you know what a lot of our athletes have said too that yeah the performance is there but the biggest thing for me was that mental clarity i mean i was using it on on long bike rides and so going out for five hours normally at the end of that i am just mentally done that it's like, oh, like how many more turns do I have to make? Do I have to shift? Oh, did I miss my turn getting back to my car? And it was like, my mind still feels sharp. And that was huge for me. That was fantastic. Um, I mean, I distinctly remember, you know, some, some Ironman races where I was like, mentally, I just needed to get off the bike because I, I felt like I couldn't make more decisions and couldn't wait to just be back on my feet. And I'd, I can't wait to use this again in racing for this next season and just have that better mental clarity and be able to feel more confident in the decision making at the end of the bike leg. So um, I'm pumped about that. Yeah, a 112 mile bike ride at Ironman Waco, and and I came off just like you said with mental clarity late into that ride. Uh, I mean, my my legs were were ready to be done spinning, and and my butt was ready to get off the saddle, but but my my head was there, uh, my brain was certainly there. Um, uh, Elizabeth, have you kind of played with um, how you're going to work it into your race day nutrition uh, pattern yet? As you as you because you're going to race on it for the first time here in 2022. Is that correct? Uh Yep. Yeah. I, um, use it quite a bit in training at the end of the season. And then unfortunately was not able to race Ironman Cozumel due to injury. So I was hoping to have that experience end of 2021, but I'll get to put it in for this season. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, the podcast episodes that we had previously done were such a great roadmap for me for how I was going to incorporate it in. Um, and I'm literally just mixing amounts of the ketone ester in with my um, UCAM drink. And so right into my fuel, I, I have it there. And, you know, a little bit as I'm getting started with breakfast in the day and then kind of spreading it throughout the bottles of hydration and nutrition that I have on the bike. Um, that's how I've been able to kind of practice with it and, and hope to implement it for this upcoming season. So, so professor Clark, we, um, we, we, we talked just a little bit, we joked just a little bit about the, the, the taste and, and our, our staff experiencing that Elizabeth experiencing that. Um, so all of us have had Delta G performance and Delta G tactical it, it does Delta G health and the coffee booster, do, do they have that, that same similar, uh, kind of potency to them, uh, that tactical and performance do? Well, tactical is impossible. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, uh, and I can't drink, uh, performance at all because it's like a terrible, terrible, uh, Eastern European, you know, alcohol is horrible <laughs> or a terrible, you know, cough medicine or something. But um, so Delta, I can drink Delta H. Okay. Um, and because it's more dilute 
Um, but um, again, I don't drink coffee, so I'm, I'm not actually tried it in coffee because I don't drink coffee. But um, so, yeah, it, you know, it, it's horses for courses. Well, there, I mean, we've, we've talked there about the tactical performance, the health, the gold. I mean, we have these four different forms in which we can consume. I, I guess I'd just kind of like to run down a little bit and maybe recap, you know, what makes each product different and how would we know, you know, which one to try first based on the health and fitness goals that we have. So Professor Clark, you know, the tactical, why, why would someone choose to use the tactical product? Uh, well, I think some uh, some people just don't like the taste of the performance. So you would first use um, either ketone performance or tactical, either one or the other. Um, but they're the only ketone products on the market that actually work for endurance performance. Now, now um, the performance has 27 grams of Delta G plus sweeteners and a blueberry flavour. And so... And we also put it in, in a glass bottle because we were trying to be eco-friendly. So tactical is more or less the opposite of that. It's got 32 grams of undiluted straight ester. So, again, it's for performance. Um, and, it, again, you have to be really tough to be able to drink it. I, you know, you have to be able to put it into other say glucose containing drinks such as you do with the UCAN, for example. Uh -huh. um, so I think, um, you know, either of those two, depending on how tough you are and, um, you know, what you prefer. Some people prefer the tactical because it's in a bottle that they can stick in their pockets, um, but you wouldn't stick, uh, you know, a glass bottle in your pocket. So, that, so it's sort of choosing more or less the same thing depending on how you want to use it and where you want to use it. So, uh, yeah, so I think really only really, really valiant people can drink it. <laughs> G straight, but, um, uh, but people do, they do, they do. Uh, they absolutely then, do. Yep. Yeah. But then um, the Delta H ketone health, which is the one I can drink, has only got 11 grams of ester and that's really for you know, daily use, and um, it's, it's diluted with flavouring and a sweetener, and um, you can use it for also use it for recovery after exercise because you don't need to raise your ketone levels so high, um, and you know to help with sleep as well. So you, you know you've got a range of things that you could use it for, um, and then finally the Delta Gold is again the pure ketone ester, again in a glass bottle. Um, but you only need a teaspoon of that for daily use. And so, you know, it's really meant for people who drink coffee and coffee in the mornings. Um, but all of them are around, we've tried to price them all at around the same price, which is a, around a dollar a gram. So this makes them more affordable and then people couldn't just choose not on price but on, you know, what they want them for really. Uh -huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep, just th thinking too, as you're sharing about people taking the tactical straight, um, I, I, two things came to mind for me. Um, one, in, in my training, I had used the Delta Performance, uh, which like you said, is a little bit more diluted. It has uh, some flavoring in there. Uh, on race day for Ironman Waco, I decided to use, uh, kind of like what Elizabeth was talking about, 
I mix the tactical into my bottles of Ucan and Precision um, Hydration Electrolyte. Um, and so I had all that in the same bottle on the bike. Um, but before the race, you know, you, you had told us, Professor Clark, you know, but before exercise, before race, you use a, uh, take a serving, uh, you know, 20, 30 minutes out uh, before that effort. And so I'm down at the swim start of Ironman Waco, um, you know, putting on my wetsuit and I had a, a Ucan gel uh, as my, my pre-race fuel. And I had a, a, a bottle of tactical. Um, I had not tried tactical straight yet <laughs> at that point. Um, and so the mistake I made professor Clark, I, I should have taken a tactical first and then my, you can yes. gel. <laughs> those, those have a lovely, a lovely, uh, bright kind of tart blood orange flavor, but I, I took my, you can gel and then I, I took a sip of the tactical and I, it, it, it was like you said, people that can take that. Um, it, it was tough to, I, I did, I got it down. Um, I, I sipped on it a couple times. It was like four or five sips. I was standing with my wife and she, she had a good time, uh, laughing at the facial expressions <laughs> I was making. Uh, but I was able to get it down. I was like, come on, it's race day. You gotta, you gotta do this. Uh, but then fast forward a couple of months, we're in, uh, Tempe, Arizona for Ironman, Arizona. And we're at the swim start. I was not racing, but I, I was cheering on several trot out athletes and, uh, trot out coach Jeff Rains and, and uh, a couple of his athletes. Uh, were there, uh, uh, Chad Rolfs being one, um, and, and a few others. And they all had, uh, that they, they had heard me talk about my experience and they all had their, their Delta G tactical ready to go. And all three of those guys that were sitting there with their Delta G tactical, they just took it like a shot and were un <laughs> and they were unfazed and, and it just blew my mind how unfazed they were. Uh, but, but maybe that's a strategy. You just got to down it and move on. Uh, but, but I'm, I'm excited to try, uh, Delta H and, and like I said, I've got, I've got the coffee booster on the way. So I'm excited to mix that into my coffee uh, coming up sometime shortly. Oh, great. But uh, but it's really a good idea to, to mix it with the UCAN because it stops any glucose oscillation. So you don't get really high glucose levels, which are terrible. And then you get don't get the horrible um, glucose dips mm -hmm. um, that you mm -hmm. have that make you feel just ghastly um, because, you know, you've overproduced insulin. So basically, um, you know, during a race, that's the best way to take it. Great set, everyone. Let's cool down. For our cool down here, uh, you know, we've heard Professor Clark share just some great insight uh, on two full podcast episodes now about using ketone esters in our training and racing it, using it for, for daily health. Uh, and, and so I, I just wanted to give you, our audience, a chance to ask her the questions that you have at this point about incorporating ketone esters into your diet, into your nutrition regimen. Um, and, and so we, Elizabeth and I, have procured uh, from those questions. We, we, we got 20, 30-something questions from you guys that were all great questions. Um, uh, perhaps we'll have to have F Professor Clark back on uh, just to do a, an audience uh, answer episode. But We've got four solid questions here to close out our show today from you, our audience. Um, so, Professor Clark, I'll start with this first one. This comes from Trotout Athlete Shannon Rogers, and he asked, uh, he says this is a bit of a softball question, but but maybe a good one to start with. Explain the name. What What is the G referring to in Delta G? Oh, this is the first law of thermodynamics. So, so Delta G really stands for energy. Okay. Uh, and it, stand, it stands for the change in free energy or uh, the change in ATP, for example, that you get with uh, our ketone. 
So it's um, it, it's just, yes, I, I, I won't tell you what my brother called me when I told him that's what we were going to have, but we called it Delta <laughs> G because it means energy and we are always calculating Delta G. Awesome. Well, good background there. I would have never kind of <laughs> put that together. Um, our next question comes from Diego, and he says, we're always told what a performance product does and when to use it. I think knowing when to not use it would be equally beneficial. So, uh, Professor Clark, any recommendations on when to not use ketone esters? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. First of all, um, don't use it if you're about to sprint because you need all the glucose you can get and you can inhibit glycolysis. And so it's uh, for anaerobic exercise, don't use Delta G. Uh, don't use fat either. Just uh, just use glucose. Um, so, so you don't use it for sprinting, but um, you can use it after a sprint, of course, but, but not during sprinting. Um, and also don't ever, ever drink too much. So don't think that two is better than one because it's not. Because what happens is it inhibits a glycolysis again. So if you have too much, you completely inhibit glycolysis. So you completely inhibit glucose metabolism and you need glucose metabolism uh, to be able to use the, the ketone. So if you go above 3.5 millimolar BHB um, concentration, then it's just not going to work. So two bottles is definitely not better than one. And that's and just for clarification, that's that's two bottles essentially at the same time in the same serving. Because uh, we we've talked about for longer efforts for those those four or five hour stamina bike sessions, or for an athlete on Ironman race day, half Ironman race day, um, you know we're, we're we're taking two or three bottles because because the recommendation is should sure. take a serving every yeah. two hours. So, so yeah. you're, you're talking about at the same time. In at the, the same, same time. Yes. Okay. You will feel just terrible. You, you okay. feel like you've bonked already. If you Very have, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. So that was a good question. Yeah. And that good clarification too of, you know, throughout the day, <laughs> I mean, you might have some tactical or performance earlier and then you might have, you know, a little bit of a serving of the Delta H as recovery later, but you don't want to just compound and have two to three bottles in one serving. No, no, you'll feel just terrible. It sounds like a funny uh, YouTube video would be to have our, our staff just, just, just pop off two bottles of Delta Tactical and then run a 5k and see how everybody, how everybody does. It won't be able to start. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That sounds so, terrible. So it would be that bad. Uh, our third question uh, comes from Jeff Moses. He says, does it act as a roadmap for our body to be comfortable with more ketones or does it create a barrier to natural production of ketones as your body senses too much high glu glucose producing carbs that it reduces the natural processes of ketone creation? Uh, uh, or, or more or less, could you become reliant on Delta G like you could other supplements? Um, well, it never gets to that point. So, so with the ketone, with let's say with um, a ketogenic diet, you definitely do adjust to the fat and can't use glucose. Um, after about four weeks, your glucose use goes way down and you've adjusted to the fat. So all the enzymes of fat metabolism are upregulated. But that's an extreme diet. So 
it's when you, you know, a ketogenic diet, you're not allowed to have any carbohydrate. And so your body just adjusts to it. With the ketone, you, you've still got fat there and you've still got uh, carbohydrate there. And in fact, it's much better to have um, the Delta G on a balanced diet. With a balanced diet, you want, you want a, a completely balanced diet with Delta G. And okay. the contribution um, to that, you know, the number of calories in that diet is quite low compared with the number, I mean, especially when you work out what a triathlete actually takes. I mean, they're on thousands of calories a day. And, it, it, you know, so the, the ketone contribution is tiny compared with that. It's just it's just a top-up, so it's not going to change any enzymes. You know, but, but then again, um, athletes will have more transporters for the ketone, so they'll be more adjusted to be able to use it faster because, because they've got the um, monocarboxylate transporters, so it goes in much faster in athletes, which is great. Oh, I mean, that's the benefit of the ketone. But it's not caused by ketones. It's caused by lactate, constant production of lactate. So you, so athletes have more uh, lactate transporters, which means that the ketones get in a lot faster. This is just awesome. I, I mean, I'm learning so much from these two. This is this is great. Um, our final question that we had from our audience comes from Chad Rolfs. And, and we've touched on parts of this before. And so I think, you know, this might be a good recap and, and just some very concrete advice. He asks, how can we use it to maximize performance? And what he really wanted to clarify is, you know, what does Delta G work well with? And so the, the examples that he gave are, you know, caffeine, you can other sports drinks. Um, and so, you know, what would you recommend, you know, people kind of pair each of these ketones with in terms of the products? Well, I mean, most athletes do start out the day with coffee. I've, I've only, I think I've spoken to one elite athlete who doesn't start with coffee. He starts with a strong cup of tea. But, um, but and, I, and I don't suggest that he tries the ketone in his tea. It'll ruin it. But, um <laughs> But with the coffee, the coffee master taste, and it, it sets you off on the right path, then about, you know, a half an hour before competing, have a drink of Delta H or Tactical if you can bear it, plus, plus again, a gel or something with glucose in it. And I like the slow-release carbs. I think that they're, they're wonderful, mm-hmm. um, you know, so much better than, you know, a straight drink of, you know, dextrose or something. Um, and that's because of the way that it works in the body and because of the insulin release and everything. I think it's not good. And then, but don't drink it for sprints and only drink it for some some form of exercise that takes more than around 20 minutes. And so then, then have top-ups throughout that time depending on how... Uh, exhausted you are during that exercise but I think that what happens is that athletes do start really to feel their body and they know when they need another drink of ketone and another drink of of carbs 
and you know they they just feel oh yes I need something now and so eventually when you, you sort of do it often enough you learn you just automatically learn when you need it and then you have it for recovery afterwards so basically uh, it's a learning experience for everybody but don't have too much that's all Professor Clark, we, we promised four questions, but I, I was scanning the questions one more time, and I decided this one is just too good to pass on, so I'm, I'm going to add a curveball fifth. Final question. Uh, athlete Jake Phillips uh, wanted to know, uh, we, we, and I, I want to highlight, when given the opportunity to ask a Oxford University professor about ketone esters, this is what Jake wanted to know. How many beers per hour would he need to take to replicate the effect of a ketone ester? Really, it's uh, how much delta G per hour would he have to replicate a beer? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it sounds well, like two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with if the if the amount of ketone ester is kept low, then there's no effect of alcohol whatsoever. Interesting. Um, and and if you drink too much, I, I have known people to try and drink too much and. Um, you know, they ended throwing it back up again, uh, which was an awful waste of ester. But um, <laughs> uh, and and they'd gone to a fifteen mil- millimolar BHB levels uh, at that point. So they didn't say they felt drunk at all. But um, I, I mean, there's there's no way that you even feel that you've had a beer with a drink of ester. Um, so. So I've I've not heard any reports of um, any effects of alcohol um, with our delta G. But then we always say don't go more than three millimolar or three and a half millimolar BHB levels. So your 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 butane dial levels will be much much lower. Well, that's it for today, folks. I want to thank Professor Kieran Clark and pro triathlete Elizabeth James for helping us understand the health benefits of the delta G ketone ester. Head to DeltaGKetones.com to learn more about boosting your performance with Delta G Ketones and to order some for yourself. Use code TRIDOUT20 at checkout for 20% off your order. Enjoying the podcast? Have any triathlon questions or topics you want to hear us talk about? Head to TRIDOUT.com slash podcast and click on Leave Us a Voicemail to get your voice asking your question on the show. We'll have a new show coming your way soon. Until then, happy training. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and share the TriDot podcast with your triathlon crew. For more great tri content and community, connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Ready to optimize your training? Head to TriDot.com and start your free trial today. TriDot, the obvious and automatic choice for triathlon training. <laughs>